Hey guys, thank you so much for tapping in. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. This episode is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a pretty good one. I've got one of my really good friends in here, Luca. Uh, Luca is the guy behind all those free chains. Uh, if you've gone on Instagram at some point in your entire life and you've seen like Supreme Patty or any of the Hype House kids advertising their free chains with shipping, this is the mastermind behind it. He's also really, really good with his stocks and creating uh, online businesses. Uh, but most importantly, he's a really good friend and a really, really good human. And I really wanted to get him on just to talk about ways that uh, you may, may at home may be able to find a way to uh, capitalize on the internet culture, uh, on ways to make money online, but most importantly, uh, do what's best with your money instead of uh, you know letting it sit around on, on stuff like that. Luke is actually, <clears throat> I've actually seen Luca make half a million dollars in a day, which is why, which is not like I'm not trying to flex or push it in anyone's face. It's just like the possibility of that happening is so real. Um, what up, Luca? How you going, brother? I'm doing fine, thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Uh, so being Luke, Luke is actually one of the first people that I met uh, when I came to LA, and I asked Alex uh, when I first saw you. I was like, yo, what's up with Luca? Like, he's really awkward and shy. I didn't know what was going on. And he's like, nah, bro, this guy's a goat. He's like, just just you wait. Right. Nah, I, I, I actually, you know, it's weird how that happened because, you know, Alex was, you know, with you. He was talking about you for a while, but then, like, for some reason, you know, this was before your Netflix show blew up. Yeah. Uh, show blew up. And when that happened, I think we, like, connected, like, two days after, and you were getting, like, a million followers a day. <laughs> we, we were at Popeye's, and I was just like... I don't know. I was zoned out. Usually when I, you know, don't know people, I'm kind of yeah. like weird. But then you know, once I get to know you, it's like a brother, you know? And so you're kind of, you're, it's been a great relationship. And I thank him for that. No, no, it's been, it's been fucking nuts. So how did you, like, are you from LA originally? Yeah. So growing up, we, uh, we had like a, a difficult situation growing up. So it was really like whoever's house we could stay at. Yeah. And so that was, you know, a con, but it was also a pro in the fact that I was able to live all over the world. So mm. like wherever there was like a guest bedroom available for us, we would go there. And so like every couple months we would just move house to house. Uh, and you know, I was fortunate enough to live, you know, in South Africa and London and France. What? You live in South Africa? Yeah, I did. Cape Town. Really? Yeah. So like all over the world. And then, you know, eventually we kind of settled down in Los Angeles and I've yeah. been here the longest in one place. So if anybody asks me where I'm from, I, I say Los Angeles, but I, I, you know, I've been around, you know, versus I've just been here the longest. When, when was your moment, uh, where you realized that there was like so much money to be made on with online business and like with influences and stuff like that? Right. So the initial, the initial play was I was in high school and, you know, for me is my mom like was consistently struggling with money. She was Airbnb the house out and it was like yeah. a small two bedroom house. So I had one bedroom. My mom was in the living room and we were Airbnb the other room. Yeah. And I just got so frustrated. Like I couldn't stand not making money. So my first mm -hmm. approach after, you know, I dropped out of high school and started throwing like these underground rap shows and these parties. You did? Yeah. So it was, <laughs> so like I would go, what? yeah, I'd go to the hood or like downtown or <laughs> Hollywood and I would basically like get some sort of warehouse or some empty yeah. space for like, you know, a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks. And, you know, I had a good network of like really popular friends, you know, at least I thought in like LA. Yeah. And I would get the spot and I'd rent it out and, you know, I'd make money on the margin. So if the spot cost me 1500 and, you know, 300 people gave me $10 each, you know, I'd make 1500 bucks. So that was like my first initial hustle. But what was happening is every time we threw the, one of those parties, I got arrested. But because no I, signed, yeah, because I signed the contract uh, and I wasn't 18, it mm. wasn't binding. 
And it was weird because <laughs> I signed like five contracts with five yeah. different people and not once that they asked for my ID. I think it's because I was a giant, you know, you are yeah. too. So like I, I just, they didn't, they just assumed I was 18 already. So every time I got arrested, I circumvented that and getting in trouble because anything that I signed wasn't binding. Mm. And what happened was, is when I finally turned 18, I got caught. They like booked me for like 20 grand underage drinking, all these no fines, way. whatever. And I was like, I can't do these parties anymore. They fucked you. Right. And so <laughs> from there, I was like, okay, I need to find another way to make money. I started mm. working a job and then, you know, did a couple of years of that. And then eventually I was like, I came across an Instagram ad. Yo, yeah. my, my little brother made, you know, he's 15 years old and made five grand this day today. And I was oh, like, they're my favorite. Ads. They're my favorite. <laughs> you know, but like, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean, I was like, I got to try, I got to see what this kid's about, you know? Yeah. And so I, I caught the program, whatever it is. It didn't teach me anything, but it, it, it definitely showed me like what x and y would do right like what shopify was capable of doing ah. so i wasn't like aware of the shopify situation so though like everything in that program sucked and yeah. like didn't teach me diddly squat what happened was is like i was able to just basically understand the model and then from there just take it Wait. with so are you saying those drop shipping classes online are a ripoff? Yeah, no. Hey, 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 don't talk shit. He actually has one right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I, he's I, got full circle. Sorry. I do, but I made mine with the intention where mm. it was like, yo, like I know these suck. Yeah. So like I was also in a space where, you know, for people who don't know, drop shipping is basically taking a product on, you know, a wholesale website and listing it on your personal website. Let's yeah. say uh, this this ring, you know what I mean? For a thousand dollars, I sell it on my website for five. And then when you buy it off of my website, I just go on Amazon, purchase it on Amazon and ship it to your warehouse. So I make money on the margin without ever touching the product. And you know, you're right because this space is like a really mm. terrible space. And I kind of am in the position where it's like, okay, I don't really want to be working on, you know, drop shipping. I want to be working with brands. Mm. And so in that same breath, I was like, yo, I'm going to make a program just to teach you guys like what changed my life. And so you guys take it from here. And it's not something like I, did. I don't run ads for it or do anything crazy like that. It's purely like, yo, if you know me, you know what I am and you're interested in learning what I'm doing. It's just there, you know? And but, that's, uh, that's one of the things about Luca is like, ever since I've known him is he's always one of the people that just wants to help. So like when he dropped this course and stuff like that, I was like, I know that there's like actual information in there. And like a few of my friends did buy it. Uh, it's definitely very, very beneficial. So you got to that point. You started with uh, with that dropshipping course. It yeah. was absolutely caca. We yeah. hated it. Yeah. Sucks. But it's ignited that little fire. And then how did you link up with Supreme Patty? What point did that happen? Because I'm not, I didn't really explain it, but um, I'm not sure if you, were you on Worldstar like? ages ago like probably a couple years ago with like oh free chains like blah 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 swipe up like if not you want. really no well essentially he started this like insane business model with these influencers where uh it was drop shipping yeah? yeah yeah so they get like uh you know cheap chains and they'd be like oh check out the website uh they're free so people go and they go you get all their uh customer data and information all to the point to the checkout it's like oh shipping is like twenty dollars Oh, so they brilliant. made mi they made millions off that. That's yeah. brilliant. So that 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 was interesting. So what happened was, is I was just doing my store, and I realized like I was paying you know influencers, small influencers, like mm. amounts of money to like you know promote my products. Yeah. 
and eventually i had these little clout goggles at the time so like these little like like googly eye glasses oh you know no I mean? way so i saw patty wearing them in all his videos and i was oh. like so i kept on sending him messages i was like yo promote this promote this promote this eventually i got in contact with him after like 30 something emails so a lot of people think that that was like a luck situation but that totally wasn't like wow. this, this kid would not respond to me but it was just email every day every day every day actually the final email i remember crying in my shower because i took like a huge owl like my roommate or something something like my car broke down something crazy happened mm. and i was just like so frustrated and i sent him like a dissertation the final email and he finally responded and so i paid him 500 dollars for a story swipe up and it made me twenty five thousand dollars back it made you twenty five thousand dollars yeah Whoa. back and so i was like holy shit this completely changed the landscape and no so way I, I did that for a couple times but i also noticed that patty was growing like 20k followers a day so you know i also really like them you know you know patty and i were the same age and you know where i get along with a lot of these guys is like yeah I'm the same age as you and we do the same shit. Yeah. And so like I knew he was sleeping on the floor and like all this shit. And so I was like, okay, like I thought in my head, like he's growing so fast. Eventually his prices are going to go up. Something's going to change. Mm. Like what if I just bring him in here and we just grow together? You know, like wow. I'll give him a percentage. And so I was like, look, bro, in the last, you know, three weeks, I've paid you two grand. And you made me a hundred grand back. Like, do you want to partner on this, you know, 50, 50? Wow. And, you know, from there that was like, you know. That's awesome for you to do that though. Yeah, you know, but you know, a lot of people underestimate like mm. when you're in a position where you're, you know, the relationship is sometimes more important than the money. And uh -huh. like in hindsight, I've made so much money off of that relationship because mm -hmm. of the network effect that Patty, you know, once we made Patty millions, it was like, yo, Luca made me millions and now everybody else wants to make money yeah. with me. So that network effect was like, it, it was, it was priceless, but people underestimate just having that like that relationship can be so much more important mm. sometimes than the finances and that's really what i thought and so as he grew and you know at one point he was really like the top kid of instagram for i would say like six months yeah it was really just like you know a, a bet well placed and so that kind of took off from there and then eventually i was like okay i did this with patty i can do this with 50 other people and then you know once i did that i was like okay let me learn facebook ads google ads and then you know kind oh of, shit that's how it all started yep Holy shit. Do you think that like with influencers and stuff right now that it is that we're less valuable? Because right back then, I feel like uh, there was just a lot less influencers. So like their voice was a lot easier to be heard. I think it's uh, I think it's definitely more competitive now. Mm. I would say like less valuable. I mean, it would totally depend on like what angle you're in, like what niche you're in. Yeah, I think right now there's a huge opportunity for influencers and you're, you know, I really commend you for this because you've really taken this approach, mm. but it's like realizing that, you know, no matter who you are, whether an artist or an influencer, like there's, there's, there's a clock in terms of like yeah. when you're going to be doing this, like everybody, whether you're an athlete, LeBron James, like there's a clock and the clock ticks mm. and it's like, what are you going to build? from now until then yeah. that's going to sustain you for the rest of your life a lot of people get lost in the sauce and are like oh i'm rich i'm making so yeah. much money the money's coming in i'm a baller whatever and they're not focused on building and yeah. you know one thing we, you and i have had this conversation probably since the first day we met mm. and you've been really focused on just like building and you know mm. i really respected you for that because you're just like okay relationships and building businesses and yeah. i've noticed like from observing you and what you're able to do it's just like yo like i'm people at least in your position need to be focused on building brands or building yeah. companies or being a part of things you don't necessarily need to build something but if i come to you with a brand and i'm like look harry take five percent like mm. understand what five percent is you know what i mean you don't have to do much you yeah. know what i mean and, and so like there's there's a lot of opportunity and you know 
one thing that I saw that I actually saw the Sway kids do with that venture capital firm they they launched. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool because I think more people should be doing stuff like that. Can you explain that? Yeah. So basically, uh, Sway just did the uh, I think it's like the Animal Animal Venture Club or something yeah. like that, and it's basically just uh, where they partnered with a lot of you know other successful businessmen, and they are basically taking a fifteen million dollar fund and taking that money and investing in other businesses and also leveraging you know who they are and their promotional yeah. value and getting good discounts on you know. I'm assuming good discounts on good businesses that you know eventually could be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, I saw I saw they just did some shit with silly bands, and I yeah, that's, I mean, I saw them posting that, and I'm like, oh shit, like that's a wrap. Yeah, you know, I I I don't know any of them. You know, out of all the crews, that's like the one crew I don't really know too much about. Yeah, but whoever's like their business guy. Like I need to pat him on the back because, and, and, but they're, but they're listening to him. A lot of people have business guys and won't listen yeah. to them, you know, but like they're actually listening to whoever's running that show back there yeah. and he knows what's what going he's on. You little believe- sesame seed buns. Uh, we're back bitches. And you guys went crazy with parade last time. So again, they were horny for us to plug them again. So they've got a new exciting little comfy, little naughty, uh, situation that's coming out and it is called the creative ba- basics, which is the bralettes. There's no imprints. There's no digging. Just unbelievable comfort, weightless soft fabric for your tatas, and their very own airband technology, which they engineered for real support. So your titties are gonna feel great. They're gonna be aerodynamic. They're gonna have a left breathing room. They're gonna look sexy, and your nipples are gonna be plump, juicy, and hard. Um, <laughs> plus, they come in two distinctive styles. The scoop, oh, the triangle with over a dozen different colors to choose from. The mix and match possibilities are endless. If you want to score yourself some bralettes, uh, go to yourparade.com forward slash tap in. Now that's 25% off the $40 plus pairs. Use the code tap in. Get those titties looking right. Get those nipples nice and plump. Get supported. Feel good. We love parade over here. And also they got some really nice hoodies like this. This looks really good. Um, it's very comfy as well. Um, again, for a, li- for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off any purchase over $40 with code TAPIN or go to www.yourparade.com slash TAPIN and refresh your top drawer with colorful, comfortable, creative basics. I believe his name is Michael Gruen. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a big deal. He's, a, he's like a, I think he's very young as well, but he's very like smart. Like I remember when I first, went to their old house and then like explaining kind of what's going on and who he is. I was like, holy shit, like you guys have it figured out. And it's really, it was really inspiring to see because not a lot of influencer houses or not a lot of influencers have a team behind them. Yeah. Like I'm rare. Like I've got yeah. a team of probably like 10 behind me, whereas they have like a whole army of people and they have like the, the Triller deal, all that stuff. Like they're very switched on and very smart with their approach. But like a lot of these other influencers like don't like, like oh no, I don't want to give a percentage. I don't want to give a cut. I don't want to do this. I'm like, how are you? Like, you think, you know, Justin Bieber or Nicki Minaj is just doing it by herself? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, those people got an army. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's better to have, you know, 50% of, you know, $30 million and, you know, moving more efi- effectively and mm. more fast than, like, you know, having 100% of a couple million dollars and yeah. moving like a slow poke and being drained. At the end of the <laughs> yeah. day, like, an influencer needs to be focused on creating influence and, you know, impacting the audience and making people like them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, y- y- I wouldn't recommend you spending your day on the computer 12 hours a day trying to build a business. That's not your role. You know yeah. what I mean? You should be, like, doing what you're doing and doing what you love and doing what's yeah. gotten you here. But, like, 
cutting a little bit of the pieces of the pie up mm. until that point is just very advantageous as long yeah. as you believe in your team right like some people will pick bad team members which is like sucks yeah but like as long as you like believe in your team like it's so much more well, worth it that was you. also the craziest thing with the other cast of my show is i told them as soon as we finished filming like yo start a business i remember you did this. yeah too. i was like start a business do something you need to have something set so by the time like all the fish are trying to jump in a net you have a net right like all like all these people are just like nah it's gonna be fine like everyone feels like they're gonna be set forever like no one's made it like right. we haven't no one's like got 10 mil in their account yeah. like have right. like 20 properties like no one's made it no one's like positively impacting the world of course that's why i was always saying to them i was like yo like this shit is gonna come and go so quick we have I think the lifespan for reality TV stars is a year, right? I'm we're very blessed because right. it's Netflix. The next season's about to come, so we're gonna get a nice little nudge again. But with other reality TV stars, it's like a month of just chaos and pure just carnage. And then after that month, it just dwindles off and like slowly falls down. Like a lot of the my other cast members, are like, why are we like losing followers? I'm like, because no one knows us. Like, right. no, no one knows us whatsoever. I was very blessed that like I got to diversify, and now I'm a TikToker. Right. Like, I, I just doubled down on TikTok. I was like, this shit's fucking growing like crazy. I can't really do YouTube too well, but TikTok's really smashing. And now we could be That's a brilliant. podcaster. Right. But um, anyway, so more importantly for the for the listeners at home, like the, the people who are like, obviously COVID's fucked a lot of people. Yeah. But it's also opened a lot of doors, right? Yeah. There's more than ever like opportunities to work at home and more uh, opportunities to make money at home. For you personally, looking back or being in the position that you're at now, like, what's a like a, a handful of things that you think uh, people should would need to hear like in this time, or what is an opportunity that you feel like uh, people need to jump on before it's too late? Yeah, so that's a two-parted question. The first, uh, the first answer to that, I'm gonna answer it like the business side, mm. and then I'll answer you know what I think like on the spiritual, emotional, human side. And so the business side of things, I think people underestimate how easy it is to make a couple grand a month. Mm. And you know, this is somebody who worked two years, you know, making fifteen dollars an hour. Like I understand, but like once that check comes and you're like, okay, I'm only making two grand a month. Yeah. To supplement two grand a month is fairly easy, and I can give you like a couple just out of the box ideas into yeah. like how I could do this. But you know, I could go and print at Kinko's, you know, a hundred pieces of, you know, a hundred flyers basically saying Luca's made business or Luca's gardening business, right? Mm. And I can go post them all over the place, you know, designated areas, right? Like if I have a if I have a made business, maybe apartment buildings, you know, something mm. like that, maybe where you live, you know, get some good maids in there. <laughs> uh, but you know, and let's say I charge twenty dollars an hour for a maid. Yeah. Well I know a maid who charges ten dollars an hour. So the second I get a call and I make a booking, I've already doubled my money, right? Mm. So it's going to cost me, you know, let's say a hundred dollars, mm. you know, to get the maids in there for five hours or, 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 or 10 hours or whatever it may be. And, you know, let's say they give me $200. Well, mm. I just made a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Because they're charging me 10 and I'm charging them 20, right? Yeah. It's just a very easy way to just plug and play. You can do the same thing with like a gardening business, for example, yeah. just go pass flyers around and start doing clever things like that. Uh, obviously the drop shipping space there's so much opportunity with you know i can go in walmart right now and pull things up on amazon and just go down the aisles and see things that are cheaper like substantially cheaper in the walmart aisles than they are on amazon and i can literally just 
pick them, like buy them, and then list them on Amazon and you make can a do profit. That? Yeah, it's called retail arbitrage. Really? So it's really simple. That sounds expensive. And no, it, no, it's not. It's like really? I, I can take fifty dollars, right? And let's say this big gallon of water right here, yeah. right? Let's say it's ten dollars at Walmart and yeah. it's selling for twenty on Amazon. Well, I'll <clears> buy, I'll buy all the lot that they have in Walmart for ten dollars, and then I will then relist it on Amazon. And, and it will sell on Amazon. Yeah, it'll sell like that really as wow. long as you beat the price of the top amazon listing so it's something called a buy box so as long as you beat the buy box and come in cheaper than the next person then it'll automatically so are you scared yes. of amazon like amazon fba i know uh, that for for my business it's two different things you know what yeah. i mean like it's it's both selling online but you know in terms of like competitive you know not really you know what i mean yeah like, it's only a, it's only a tool to help us uh, yeah. and so that's a way and then drop shipping and then you know people underestimate honing in on a skill like some people are really good on photoshop well mm. you don't understand that i pay my photoshop guy like 10 grand a month just my photoshop guy like yeah. you know my website builders are getting paid you know tens of thousands of dollars a month on some months you know yeah and so maybe also honing in on a skill people underestimate like becoming a really great photographer or finding things that you're passionate about and then you can build value on that and so you know whether it's just being creative and just you know the buying and selling of things is really underestimated like being able to like you know i used to sell buy supreme right like sit in the supreme line and then resell it like when i was 15 really like that was like the first hustle you know sneakers like there's the buying and selling of things is not to be underestimated and there's a lot of places where you can make a lot of money just buying and selling things. And when you take the time where it's like, yo, I'm working eight hours a day to make $2,000 a month mm. and you apply the same thing to, let's say, like a hustle, like buying and selling, you'll make a lot more buying and selling eight hours a day, 30 days you know, a month mm. than you would, you know, otherwise, you know, working a job. And so it's just about being like intuitive, being proactive and like, you know girls even because i know a lot of girls watch the show like there's like so many things that you can go on aliexpress and there's so many products that i could buy and then just relist on like depot or Pod, yeah. you, know what, you know what i mean and literally make a crazy flip like you'd be so surprised yeah. how cheap your favorite items are on aliexpress wasn't one of your biggest uh stores a makeup brand that you and chris did yeah yeah so we did like a a, a really fire makeup brand that crushed is it still going uh it's still going but right we're having a little bit of issues uh l'oreal says that like we there's something on ours like oh fringe that, that old chestnut l'oreal tapping it but i also saw um on a tiktok i think the other day like upwork yep you can go on like yep. you can go on people's instagram's pages like a, a business say that's like struggling like maybe the owner's like 40 or something doesn't really understand instagram and you can go on Upwork and get like someone in the Philippines yep. to work like six or seven dollars an hour, which is good money for them. But uh, you can also like uh, obviously you need to create a plan and like figure it out in a strategy. But you can um, yeah you can you can hire them. But you but you brought up another interesting point because let's say I don't know how to build a website. Let's say I have no skills at all, right? Yeah. But let's say I know somebody who wants a website. All right, well you want a website? Give me two grand. I'll mm. go take one grand go on Upwork, hire somebody to make a website because the average person doesn't understand these things. They don't know Upwork. They don't know Fiverr. They don't know these type of places yeah. where like an older guy who's let's say 45, 50, who's trying to start an online business for his wife or something will shell out five grand to get the website done. Mm. When in reality, you know, you can find somebody on Upwork for 500 bucks. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of like, you know, the art of the middleman is underestimated. Mm. Like being a middleman and injecting yourself into places and making money on the middle 
yeah is you know where a lot of people make millions of dollars and i probably made millions of dollars that i have made millions of dollars that way when you think about drop shipping and everything that i do and yeah. so the middleman is 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 something that you know if people just start thinking more like that you'll see how much opportunity there is in the world and there's a lot yeah i also one one of the big the key things for me when, when i started trying to drop ship and figure out uh the e-commerce world is when i wouldn't get a sale i get very disheartened and it pull me away from it entirely that's the biggest issue just don't lose that drive and you know it's something you interesting you brought this up because i always i always really appreciated this about you but people, i don't know if people know but you're actually like a hustler like you actually like put in the work like people don't i don't know if people i don't, I don't know how much in the show you talked about you know <laughs> not at all but <laughs> but like he's his success specifically like he engineered this like this wasn't like this wasn't like <laughs> luck like this wasn't like I, you know in the beginning you think a lot of these people it's like oh shit he got lucky you know what i mean like <laughs> you understand his story i don't know how much too much he wants to say about it but like he hustled like he manufactured his success like his whole his trajectory how he blew up on instagram how the show was you know how he did everything like you know it was man like he fucking did that like yeah. that wasn't just like oh shot in the dark like, you know what i mean one in a million you know pat on the back which is what you assume you know what i mean with most people <laughs> nah this 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 dude I, I mean kudos to you you actually are so much more savvy than i think maybe people would realize and like you like people don't know this you were drop shipping before and you were making good money and he was he was hustling before he came up and he still is hustling but people don't you know, I, I think it's important people know that Harry Jowsey is a hard fucking worker. Uh, that's my guy right there. <laughs> no, but I was explaining when I, f uh, I think of the last one. I, when I first moved to LA, I had 3K in my account. Yeah. Like we decided to move to LA like two weeks before we did it. And I was struggling, bro. Like I didn't really have any money. Like at that time, uh, I think a month before I moved, I was like, shit, I better try and do it. OnlyFans did it for a month. It wasn't like it, it wasn't what i expected i was like putting it was just a lot of work for not uh, much reward because i didn't really have followers and it was very hard to keep people happy now I've, like i've got to figure out we have a strategy but um but yeah when i moved here i was like okay like what can i do would i had like drop shipping stores i was trying to sell courses and then i got to a point where i would wake up at 6 a.m i go to bed at 1 a.m every single day before any of this shit to just try and build my bread and just try and like figure it out and like had my friends come out and we'd just work on new businesses together. We'd sit in the office till like 2 or 3 a.m. Just writing out business ideas and how we can blow shit up. And I think that was, I, that's what I really enjoyed about struggling. That's what I really enjoyed is like how motivated I was. Right. Because I came to LA and I'm like, shit, I got no one. Like my mom and stuff's back home, but I don't like handouts. Like I don't, I don't ha like having a lifeline. Like I don't want that. I want that's, that was the best thing that ever happened for me is I found that there was like a, there's always like a diamond in that rough, which was which was so sick which is kind of the same thing that happened to you is like your, your mom was struggling yeah. you hated that you're like fuck i need to figure this shit out yeah people underestimate how much of success is actually just hard work and determination yeah. versus like people think oh well i'm not smart or i don't know this or i don't know that like the difference between like somebody who is you know making two thousand dollars you know a month versus somebody who's making a million dollars a month mm. like just that person who's making a million dollars a month just focused on his craft more and like worked harder. Like he's not, doesn't his IQ points aren't any substantially higher than the yeah. person making $2,000 a month. It's just, he applied himself better. Yeah. And so this is just like, you know, people, I used to look at school as an analogy too. Like the kid who gets straight F's and the kids who get straight A's, like that kid who gets straight A's is not any smarter than the kid who gets straight F's. Most of the time he really isn't. It's just that kid who gets straight A's maybe has like a better home foundation where it's like, yo, school, 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 learn, mm -hmm. learn, learn. And so that's 
that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like you should be doing well at anything you do. Yeah. You should be trying your best. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, like, why would I go to school? Like me, people wouldn't know this, but I was like a, like a skater, little weed smoking kid growing up, but I yeah. got like straight A's damn near. And it was like a really interesting dynamic because it's like, I, I just wanted to like be that like rebel that like was really smart. So like, for me, that was like my driving motive. But a lot of people like need to understand, like being, you know, achieving your goals or, or just doing well in life is like purely based on like how, how focus and how hard you work eventually yeah. it's going to come together whether so it might take some people six months it mm. might take some people six years but a lot of people look at me and like yo luca you're 22 you're worth millions of dollars like damn this is crazy mm. but i'm telling him like nah i've been doing this since i was 14. Yeah. so in reality i'm like eight years in the game yeah but i've been sitting in the supreme line since i was 14 waiting for my box logo flipping my box logo for a 300 profit you know same Crazy. hour you know what i mean like yeah i've been doing this so like you know you look at me now and you look oh he's so young he's so successful but in reality i just started a lot earlier than most yeah people just need to get the clock ticking and eventually it will come there's yeah. too many successful people out there i think it's like 52 million millionaires in the world like something ridiculous that's wow. great that's what's, wild. what's a million dollars yeah now? it's like if, if 52 million mm. people can figure out I could probably do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fuck that's that's crazy. That's yeah. fucking wild. I wanted to talk about your spirituality journey. Yeah. Like a little bit you had a bit of a, a rough patch and obviously we don't go into the details with uh kind of everything that happened, but a lot of people don't really know this about you. Yeah. Uh and I personally started to tap into my spiritual side because whether whether or not it's real or whether or not there's like a high being or any stuff like that, I feel better and I feel more like accomplished and I feel more tapped into myself because i remember when i first come to la and the show was blowing up i was drinking I was partying i was going out i was getting fucked up i was hooking up with whoever doing my thing i was really like disassociated with myself and kind of like not like i pulled myself away from the person that i was trying to be i'm like right. yo like i really i have these goals and i'm just going the opposite direction so for you what kind of started your your big spiritual journey yeah, so i had a situation during coronavirus where you know it wasn't the coronavirus but i thought i was really sick and I thought like it was such a shock to me because I thought like, OK, my life is like over. Mm. And so where it came to like, it's interesting how like something like health related can shift like in a matter of like seconds. Yeah. Whatever your problems were for the last year, month, week, whatever it may be, completely shift into a completely different dynamic. And so for me, I thought I got really sick and I thought I really fucked up and I thought, you know, this was like kind of it for me. Yeah. And in that process, you realize like, okay, like where my day revolved around making money and doing these type of things, you realize like in a situation like that, you know, no money can really help you, you know, like you really, the, the journey that you're on now is like, mm -hmm. how, how do I make it and how do I get aligned with my energies to like, you know, kind of as weird as it sounds, just like become one with like the universe. Cause like, I'm just like a dead man walking. So that's where I'm going after this, you know? Yeah oh hi what's going on we have another nice little juicy ad break for you my little sausages i know the podcast is amazing we're enjoying it but you know what we enjoy even better is a good meal a nice nutritionist uh <laughs> nutritional meal from daily harvest uh they just sent us some of these they're very exciting so there's like smoothies there's meals it's very clean packaging cocoa nib and vanilla nice little smoothie very transparent with what's inside. There's chickpea, coconut, cocoa, 
uh, pumpkin, maca, vanilla bean. There's so much good stuff. Uh, if you're a little bit uh, like me and you don't like cooking food and don't really have time and patience to do all that stuff at home, I myself get these sent to me. I put them in the microwave, I whack them in, I eat, then I go on my little mission and do my thing. Uh, so shout out to Daily Harvest for hooking it up uh, for today. They're committed for sustainability and just being all around good little possums. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives. Oh, no added sugar or artificial anything. <laughs> what good little brownies. Um, including their recently launched almond milk, which is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That's it. Very clean, very transparent, very good for you. Uh, Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging, which is good for you, good for the environment, and you're not being a piece of shit and littering and having single-use plastic, which is amazing. Anyway, get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code TAPIN to get 25 dollars off your first box that's promo code tap in for 25 dollars off your first box at dailyharvest.com 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 and in that process you know i i kind of found like who i really was right like my intentions like have always been pure like i've always wanted to change the world when i was 15 i was interning at a at a place in new york called asphalt yacht club and i was like super broke and mm. they'd given me like 20 grand worth of clothes and I had taken the subway back home and I was going to flip these clothes. And by the time I got home, I'd given all the clothes to homeless people on the subway by the time there. And, you know, this is somebody who like, I really didn't have shit. And this 20 grand worth of clothes would have, you know, really set me up as like a young gun. Mm. But it felt so good giving all those clothes to those people because they needed it way more than I did. You know, yeah. I had a roof over my head. They didn't. And ever since that moment, I'd always known that my purpose in life was to help people mm -hmm. and to change the world in whatever capacity it is. Like, and with this sickness, it only just really amplified that into like a very real scenario. So like, I'm somebody who like used to compare myself to other people. And, you know, in that state, like I lost a lot of gratitude. And when I got really sick and I thought that, you know, my life was kind of over, I started to become, you know, start to think about how grateful I was for the things that I did have. Mm. And I started to really just find love and joy in me. And then also realizing that, look, like my purpose here, if I make it out of this uh, unscathed was, you know, helping people, right? Like mm. if, if you and I are both going to die, Harry, right? And you and I are, you know, you know, 100 years, 1000 years, no matter what, like me and you will be dead, man, then the world can't revolve around us and our lives cannot revolve around me or you because mm. you and I are just walking dead people at the end of the day. It's just what it is. Yeah. And if that's the case, then you have to look about like, what's the purpose of life? Like, why am I here? And if it's not about you, then it has to be about everyone else. Yeah. Right. If, if it's the answer is not you, then then it's here. Right. So like my thing <laughs> is, is like I'm now like honing in on like, yo, who what's my legacy going to be? Because mm. if I'm just going to be gone, right, whether it's, you know, back then, six months ago or, you know, a year from now or 100 years from now, how are people going to remember me and how am I going to impact lives for hundreds or thousands of years to wow. come? And so now that's like my focus, like, OK, there obviously are goals that I need to hit. I need to make sure I'm good. My family's good before I can start worrying about the world. Like there's internal problems that still need to be solved. But, you know, God is my witness. Like now with this whole revelation, it's like 
what am I going to do to impact this place? And what am I going to do to create a legacy? Because at the end of the day, it's all I have. Mm. And so, you know, that situation with my health was the biggest blessing because it gave me a couple things. It gave me gratitude, right? Mm. Just gratitude just to be alive. Like I yeah. say a prayer every morning. And I just thank God for just letting me touch and feel and breathe and see you and speak and hear. Like, Harry, nothing's stopping you and I from waking up tomorrow with a brain tumor. Yeah. Like nothing. Like I can eat, I can be a raw vegan, I can work out all day, but just like sometimes you just are dealt the cards that you are dealt. And, you know, with this perspective, it really just gives me just a lot more enjoyment for like nature. Like I go on hikes like five times a week and I just suck up the nature and I just like am so radiant with like the sun. It's just like weird, but like I'm so much more grateful for just the little things in life. Wow. And so many times we can be like, yo, we don't have this. I don't have mm. this. And like, or he's doing better than me or she's doing better than me, but you just not focus on how beautiful your life is. And like your journey is just as beautiful as anybody else's. And you should never wish like to be anyone else. Mm. Like I used to wish that I was, you know what I mean? That I was him or I was, you know what I mean? And like now, like there's nobody like Justin Bieber, I could switch lives with Justin Bieber and I wouldn't switch. Mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of young men would be like, yo, Justin Bieber is the goat. Like I would never do that. Like I'm so content with who I am. And I think that was really huge because what I thought was, I thought a million dollars would make me happy, right? Mm. Growing up poor and struggling, you're like, fuck dude, a million dollars is going to change everything. So once you make a million dollars and you realize it doesn't do shit for you, <laughs> you get really depressed. Yeah. And it's hard because I'm a guy who's my whole life depends on making money, right? Mm. I wake, breathe money. Like this is, this is, I'm a businessman, right? Mm. And so when you realize money's not going to make you happy, you get really upset and you start to do things. And so in that process, like, I don't think I ever told you, but I tell you, try to hang myself when I found out. I told you that, right? No. Yeah. So like, so like it all comes crashing down really quick mm. and, you know, things I never think I try to kill myself. But, you know, when I found out that I thought I, you know, that I thought I was sick, I tried to kill myself. I tried to hang oh, myself God. like a pulley system, but we're really tall. So it's harder to do. So I didn't really pull it off the way that I wanted to imagine a six, six dude trying to kill himself, hang himself on the door hinge. just like six nines. <laughs> Doesn't really work too effectively. You know what I mean? If I really wanted to, my tippy toes would catch, but I ended up breaking the door. So that was different. Holy shit. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Nah, but it's nothing to be sorry about. It's a blessing. Like I, I usually like some people, my friends are talking like, do you want, you want to, you want to talk about that? Like, dude, I totally want to talk about this. Like, mm. this is really what happened. This I really shit. fucking put a, you know, a rope to my neck. And I really said, and this is at the time where anybody who would have looked at my Instagram would have been like, I had young kids saying, oh, I want to be him. I mm. look up to him. I, I love him so much. Right. Or whatever. You know what I mean? My, my little, my, my business, my, my business kids, you know what yeah. I mean? That, that, that fuck with me. And it's just like, it's just another analogy. It's like, man, you want to be me. You look up to me. You see what I'm showing you. Right. Which is this Instagram, mm. social media facade. You want to be me. But little did you know, I tried to kill myself the night before. Yeah, You know, and it's just like an interesting example for people to really realize it's like, how can, you know, you, you can't look up to, to somebody and be like, mm. I want to be him. You don't know, you know, yeah. and I thought that's a really good. So with that whole transition, it was just like the best thing that's ever happened to me, long story yeah. short. And like now I'm just so in tune with just like making a positive change, making an impact. Like I'll buy myself a watch, but if I, if I buy my mom a watch, it's just so much better of a feeling. Yeah. Like people don't understand that. And yeah, so now fine. it's just like. I have a purpose. Mm. I believe in a higher power wherein before I really didn't. Yeah. I mean, I believed in science, you know? So I believe maybe there was something out there because you can't really disprove that there's not something up there. Mm. But like, I wasn't really like, dude, like, 
when I'm telling you I should have been a goner like three times in the last 12 months, like I think I'm a byproduct of, of like miracles. Mm. And so for me, it's like, there's, I have no other choice to believe. And so like, I'm just so much more content with my life, with like loving myself, knowing that somebody or something out there loves me. You know what I mean? Whether a girl loves me or, mm. you know, my friends love me, it doesn't really matter because it or she or he loves me. You know what I mean? Mm. And so now I just like, I'm just a lot more secure. Like I was so insecure before I had so many like problems and you just like, now it's just like, if I'm in a bad mood, if something goes wrong, I just remember gratitude and I remember my purpose. Wow. And I feel like everyone needs a purpose. I feel like that's a real key lack of yeah. uh, things that pe thing people lack in life is just purpose. Like, yeah. why, do, why do you get up every morning? Every time I, every time I felt like I'm a little bit lost, I just have to think about my goals and my purpose and my, my reason of being. And I don't know if I explained this to you, but when I first started reality shows, it was because uh, my big brother figure, I've said it like a million times on this podcast, but my big brother figure uh, killed himself, ended up committing suicide and i didn't know what to do i was really lost it was like before my exams at university and i wasn't doing well so i was just on facebook my friend tagged me in this thing boom went on a reality tv show 100k and then i was like you know what my purpose in this life is to make people happy is to entertain people uh it, it, that's why like if i ever make someone upset or if i'm like in a relationship where they're genuinely upset it really fucking hurts me like i i really self-reflect a lot of the time like if i do or say something that i know is like upset someone i'll sit at home and i'll just ponder in my mind because that's the that's the furthest thing away from what i want to be and who i want to be so like having that big like slap in the face and like okay well now i need to go out and make sure like let that message be heard and let, let people know that real shit happens but we're like i want to make you a little bit more happy and i think um yeah, like that shit, that shit like hits so close to home. I didn't know that that happened. Hi, you little hottie biscottis. What the fuck is going on? I hope you're amazing. I know you're amazing. You're enjoying the podcast. We're living life. But at the end of every day, we need to put our head to a mattress. And that's why we're coming in hot with another beautiful sponsor. We love fucking ourselves. We love getting fucked. We love getting dicked down. But you know what's better than getting dicked down? A good night's sleep and getting dicked down on a great comfortable mattress so i just want to shout out a big shout out to my friends at helix sleep uh they have now i was i was legit just doing this quiz just before uh this ad break ad break and there's a sleep quiz so you go on their website it is helixsleep.com you go do the sleep quiz it's like it takes 60 seconds and they'll tell you the perfect mattress for you to have an enjoyable night's sleep i turned italian um, if you go over there, you can get up to $200 off all mattresses orders and two free pillows for our listeners. All you have to do is go to helixsleep.com forward slash tap in this uh, legit. Just try this. If you're bored, just even just try the, the, the quiz to see how you go. See if you need a rock hard, comfortable mattress or you need something soft to get those deep strokes in. I don't know. Uh, but there's two free pillows as well. So you can plump one under your bum, get those legs up and just get absolutely pile driven by your boyfriend. Again, uh, <laughs> if you want to check out Helix Sleep, please go to helixsleep.com forward slash tap in up to $200 off free pillows. Get yourself fucking right. Get yourself feeling good. Get yourself sleeping right because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve to come uh, and you deserve, yeah, all of the above. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, but like, again, like it's all like a part of the journey. And yeah. Like, you know, for, for me, sure. it was, it, 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 like I said, I, like I 
and I told you, you know, in private, it's like, yo, like that shit is the best thing that ever happened to me. And if I would, yeah. and if I would have, you know, died or something would have happened because of it, like, like, or my life would have been changed because of it, like, so be it. Yeah. Because like, I'm a better person because of it. And For so sure. that's all I can, you know, really say on that take. And, you know, yeah, I think, I think uh, in the last episode, Charlie Rocket always says, he's like, Santa doesn't bring uh, presents during the day. It's only in dark when you get the presents. I was like, oh, that's, he always says it. It's very, that's very like meaningful, but let's pick it up a little bit. Uh, that was a bit heavy. What is your like spiritual, like, uh, do you have like a spiritual routine? Do you wake up? You said you pray. Yeah. Do you have like crystals? What do you do? Like, what's your thing? Yeah. So it's really interesting. So in the morning I pray, just have yeah. my conversation with God. But at night I have like this little candle ritual mm. and it's something about the candles, like with the warmth, that's just like a very strange like sensation. And a lot of people don't realize, but like you can get really like high. I think high is like the right word, but like off your breaths and like off aromas if you've done right. And so like mm. I have like this little pillow that I sit on. Uh, big pillow that I sit on and I like set up <laughs> and I set up like, like my little candle ritual and it just like feels so good. It's mm. like, and so like if there's anything like that I stick to, it's, you know, the prayer in the morning and mm. then like my prayer little ritual at night where I set up the candles and like it gives, I, I can tell you like, and this is somebody who's done, you know, probably every drug in the book just, just because of like experimentational purposes mm. throughout my life. Dude, there's been very few feelings that I felt than like you know doing deep breaths like you know with yeah. a candle in my hand just pitch black dark with like little candles scattered around the room just really euphoric feeling and it's interesting what you can tap into without any you know what's what's in here mm. you know waiting to be discovered if you're willing to put in the time and energy to discover it and so i like i you know when i i have my own little set like i know i meditate and then i pray so it's like a little mm. ritual thing i got going what about you what's your uh, honestly bro like i I've been really tapping into the the grateful uh, stuff because you know it's really easy to get caught up in this uh, like influence the scene like people telling you, you got this that wrong with you you're a piece of shit all this stuff like that so I I usually like I used to get in my own head a little bit about it but um, and I'd always look at other influences like oh he just got this new car like I call my manager I'm like he's like you could get like ten of those cars like they're all leased just relax like it's fine you don't need to and I was comparing myself. And now, like the past like month, I've really taken a step back. I've really stopped going out. I've been really sitting in my own head and being grateful, being like thinking about what's going on. Like me and Zach have all our goals like written on a whiteboard in the kitchen. So we see it every day. But um, honestly, like whenever I'm feeling down, I write five things that I'm grateful for, like five, five things. And I'll, I'll either text it to my best friend or I'll text it to whoever, but I'll let it be heard. Like I'll, I'll speak it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I always you should do a grateful journal for merch. I saw this insane video where this guy, uh, he said, I'm going to say I love you uh, to myself every single day for a year. Got it on video. I don't know if we can find it somewhere, but this guy literally starts hating himself and you just watch his progression. He goes, I love you. And then towards the end, he's like skipping. He's like, I love it. Like you could see his full energy change. And it's actually crazy what just thinking differently will do like yeah whenever i'm sad whatever i'm that like that's the winning streak motto like whenever i'm sad i like think about like fuck that shit doesn't really matter like people have shit way worse like i'm beautiful we're in the sun especially getting outside and like having sunshine and feeling that energy and the buzz from that's the amazing. sun changes everything 
you know you brought something up like a minute ago where it's just like you know you see the influencer and their cars and all this stuff and it's like interesting because i had this huge thing of like success Mm. right and then like i kind of had an epiphany and i think it's like important to share a little bit but like when i when i started like comparing like success and like you know a lot of people i feel like have the wrong definition of success yeah and so it's like if you see me in a ferrari right riding down the street you're gonna look at me and look at that guy and be like oh whoa he's successful yeah right or if you see me with like a bust down watch on or you know nice jewelry on you're mm. gonna be like oh whoa he's successful right mm. and in reality you know for that bust down watch i could put a gun to your face you know take that watch off your wrist and you now wear it on me and now when people see me with that bust down watch on they're gonna look at me and yeah. be like, oh he's successful or i could you know pull off a credit card scam you know scam a bunch of people go take that money buy a ferrari and now drive down the street and people will be looking at me and be like oh that guy's successful and so it's just really interesting because a lot of people correlate success with what people have but they don't know how they got it and so i think people need to reimagine their idea of success Mm. and start looking at success like how happy is somebody how what's their reputation like how nice are they how do they treat people because to me that defines success because stuff cannot define success because i could you know be you know a polish prince and i could be born into billions of dollars Mm. and now i'm the richest guy in town but i'm not successful you know, like what did I, what did, what did he do to get all that? He didn't do anything, yeah. but he's got all the money. So now you're looking at him like successful. Now everybody's got their jaws dropped, you know, on their knees, looking at this guy, praising him. But it's like, you don't know what he's really done or what he hasn't done. Mm. Right. People need to start looking at people's success. Like how happy are they really? Like if I'm, if I'm in Jackson hole, Wyoming, and I see the ski instructor and this guy looks like he's fucking having a blast and yeah. he's, and he's telling me when I'm talking to him, he's like, dude, I, I wouldn't pick to do anything else in the world. He's just as successful as any billionaire that I know, yeah. you know, as any centi-millionaire, a millionaire that I know, you know, yeah. a lot of people have that like really confused mm. where it's like, oh, because he's like, nah like there's a lot of bad people doing bad things mm-hmm. that have all this nice stuff and you're giving them the praise and the credit for being successful when in reality they're evil people yeah. and so it's like i just really encourage people moving forward to not look and because you know it's hard because for me as somebody who's like genuinely insecure i'll just be transparent like mm-hmm. i want people to think that i'm successful but i don't want to be forced into buying you know nice cars and nice watches and playing this rat race because it's a fucking rat race and who am i competing with scammers drug dealers and yeah. you know whatever it is okay granted there are people who are doing it the right way making their money you know what i mean doing their things but we're all in the same pool you know we all have the same ferrari whether you're you know a drug dealer or you're a you know a stock market guy yeah and so it's just really interesting it's like it 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 drives down a lot of the value of that stuff for me and as of the last couple months like you know me i used to wear a watch every day yeah you had the bus down you had to reach a million everything but now i don't wear anything really i never i never wore because you want to know why why like I told you, I got the gun pulled in my face, and yeah. So I was leaving. I was walking out of Cookies and Kicks, which is the sneaker One of store. His stores. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I got a gun pulled in my face. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, give me everything." I was like, "I didn't have a watch on," but I was just thinking, like, "Whoa, imagine if I would have had a watch on, and this guy would have gotten my watch." Yeah. Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? And now he would probably rock it around, and everybody yeah. think he was on. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this for that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is not what I'm being successful for i'm being successful to you know help my mom to help my brother to Mm -hmm. help my family to you know open a school somewhere where people can learn and you know when they're successful they're going to say i learned because luca opened his school and i'm here you know what i mean in Mm -hmm. my family and just that net that net impact 
you yeah. know and that's why i like things like this podcast and i commend you for doing it because it's like yo like you don't know who's listening to this right now and you don't know who's in who this impacts and who that person impacts and just yeah. the ripple effects is in the millions yeah you know and so it's just like switching your perspective to like yo like don't the flashy cars all that shit like shit you got these you know what i mean you got some of yeah you know well that's the thing like with even like with tana she's done like three million to a million dollars a month on OnlyFans, right she has like businesses she's very successful in her own sense she doesn't even own a car she doesn't own a car she the only like flashy watches and shit she got is from gifts like oh, it's wow. it's pretty impressive smart. i didn't know that I, i've ne- like i've never seen someone with so much spend so little like i was even talking to my other friends they're like, what does she buy? Like, they're asking me, like, what does she spend money on? I'm like, I actually don't think she she doesn't spend much. She ha- she just has like a really sophisticated team. Like her assistant has an assistant. Um, <laughs> really? How crazy is that? And she has That's like sad. a really big house. She just said, yeah, but it's you know all this stuff costs. But I'm like, it's peanuts. Like she she really doesn't spend much money. She's very like switched on and very savvy uh, with with how she spends money. Like when we went on a PJ to Miami, it was free. So fifty thousand dollar jet. How'd free. she get it for free? I want a PJ for free. Because it's fucking Tana. <laughs> right. She she gets what she wants, but it's 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 genuinely crazy. And even my, my friends who are billionaires, they the only watch I've seen him wear is a Hublot. Right. And he barely wears it. Like I bought a watch, I bought a Hublot, and then I stopped wearing it. I bought a cardio bracelet. I stopped wearing it. I'm like, this shit really sucks. Right. Like it it you're walking around scared you're gonna bang on something. Like I bought uh, off white shoes the other day I brought wore, wore them in they're dirty already and I was like fuck like bullshit I, I can't wear designer clothes right. like I, I buy like a $600 shirt I shrink it in the wash it's it's right. so whack and it just feels like such a waste but that was also my thing is I hate buying that shit for me because I know it doesn't really make me like happy right. but when I get it for someone else or when like the other day the coolest thing that I ever did was um, I was in my group chat with my day ones Jacob and Chris mm-hmm. uh, Chris John and I was bored and I'm like, hey, Chris, check your PayPal. And I just sent him a stack of money. And then um, Jacob was like, holy shit, bro, that's really nice. I was like, Jacob, check your PayPal. I just sent you a stack of money. And he sent me a video of him crying. He's like, that is the nicest thing that anyone's ever done to me. He's like, I don't know. Uh, he's like, I, he's like, I'm just so thankful. I'm like, bro, like I, I just said to him, I wish it could be more. Like I right. wish I could give you more because that for me, that is the best thing. And that's why I also like love having a girlfriend um and being in love because every single day i could wake up and i'll be like what can i do for you to make your life better like how can we start a business how can i make you the happiest person on earth what can i do to make like just make you smile and i feel like that is being that is the best type of human like being that type of human where you get genuinely excited and fulfilled by making other people happy like i like when i did that i was like shit man like none of this shit doesn't matter and by the time this comes out uh i'm buying my manager uh, a rolex I've been been looking at it for a while. I was looking at getting myself one. I'm like, oh yeah, this was like, you know, this is like a fifty thousand dollar watch. It's really nice. And I'm like, oh, but I could get five watches for my friends. Right. Like the the boxing match is coming up. The bag on that. I'm like, sweet. Like I'm gonna fly all my friends to Italy and we're gonna have a yacht for a week. Like I would put a hundred. Like I'll right. put ten percent of the bag right. into that to do that for a week and just make sure that everyone has a good time off my success. Because what I've noticed is like, it's so much more fun having like all these people with you and like hyped and everyone on their own journeys but like m- spoiling them for like putting up with your shit and like being being your friend and being around you because it's so it's very rare to have like good people in this city as well like i've i've stumbled a lot on the people who have like been around me when the show aired compared right. to now 
and I, I was kind of like okay cool like i understand like that their intentions weren't pure they got what they wanted they disappeared um but yeah I, you got a quite good friend group here yeah yeah i do and and you know but you're right this city is really you know I it's a beautiful up, city it's a beautiful a city but but you know more and more as like i've made mm. that transitional journey like just through like awareness I'm starting to see what everybody's talking about, like things that, yeah. you know, you and I have talked about certain situations, but things that I could have tolerated a year ago yeah. or a year and a half ago where I could sit there and play like monkey. Mm. You know what I mean? And be like, <laughs> uh, laugh when it's not funny. You know what yeah. I mean? And shit like that, like where it's like just to like be and build the relationship. Mm. I can't tolerate that anymore. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. So I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, ex you know, one thing that's interesting, too, is I used to be like a recluse. I used to sit in my house all day and just like computer house, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Yeah. Dude, I'm so I love that you said this Italy with the because that's like that's literally what I make money for now. I make yeah. money for like going to a fucking hotel with yeah. my boys. You know what I mean? Renting a boat, not yeah. blinking at the boat. You know, like that's the thing. that's the that's 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 the point. That's, that's why I so do this. Exciting. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, Anything else is bullshit. Like I've been I, closing in on a hundred days sober. How crazy is that? That's sick. Closing in that's on mad impressive. Closing in on a hundred days sober, impressive. and I'm just thinking about how. Uh, how much fun it's gonna be when I have my boys. We're in Italy. We're in Mexico, and I'm just fucking taking care of everyone, and we're just getting fucked up and having a really good time. Like that's that's what I'm thinking about. Like I got a call on the weekend where my friends said, "Come out. Uh, we're going to this big DJ's birthday. Uh, we're going to this big DJ's party. Like at his house. It's gonna be crazy." And I was like, "Nah. Like I really. That really isn't it. Like it's not. That shit it. is bullshit. Bro. It's it's so boring. That but shit is um, do you know Von Dutch, the company? The yeah yeah yeah. You know how they recently started popping up again? Yeah, I've noticed that. This guy. That was you? Yeah. This guy this guy is the this guy's a brand. So no all, way. all the brands he's wearing is yeah. like brands that he has like a, a percentage in. It's no ac shit. actually bizarre because I remember seeing it on like TikTok and shit starting to blow up. I'm like, how the fuck is this brand getting yeah, back? I was like, Von Dutch, that's wild. Yeah. I yeah. So Luca and his business partner were the brands behind it and they made it cool again which was really fucking crazy now they're doing it with this other brand heroes motors yeah so That's like dope. so like occasionally i'll work with brands where like i see huge potential where it's like yo you either were popping in the past or you're popping now and like add my like secret recipe to it which i feel like i know you know how to do mm. and so von dutch is probably the most impressive because that's like a company you know without saying too much that wasn't doing really anything you know what i mean to now being like you know an eight nine figure I mean, really a nine figure business, you know? Wow. So it's just like, it's really interesting to, to see. And, you know, it's kind of opened my eyes cause I've been like a product type of guy where it's like, I'll sell this water bottle or I'll sell this phone. You know what I mean? But now like clothes are really interesting to me. Cause like I always knew statistically that clothes was the biggest e-commerce sell, you know, mm. in the world. But, you know, everyone has a clothing brand and like clothing brand seems so saturated. But if you can pull them off right and you can hit mm. that sweet spot, there's no more money to be made than anywhere else other than the clothes. And, and so and you're doing some shit with uh, Jesse at the moment. Yeah. Jesse's so, a guy. He's such a sweet dude. Yeah. So, you know, there I was really surprised, actually, about how smart he was. Really? And I told him this. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know how bright he was and it, it makes sense yeah, now he, it. he figured it yeah, out yeah huh? it, it makes sense now that like i'm i'm in like the the back end like you know in, in the background with these guys to see why nelk is so successful and yeah. i and i tweeted this like six months ago but I was, I was like in terms of like influencers i would say nelk is like top five most successful all time in terms of like what they do you know what i mean yeah. like the numbers they pull in with like their fan base and how cult it is like mm. 
they can really shut down a city if they want to. You know what I mean? Not a lot of people can do that. There's very few people in this world that can do that. Yeah. And so just like being able to see that. And then when I met Jesse, I was like, ah, like I understand why you're making so much bread. Cause it's like, you're smart as shit and like you understand it. And he also, you know, it's a lot, what you know, people need to surround themselves with people that, you know, are strong where they lack. Mm. And he knows where he lacks and he surrounds himself with people that are strong where he lacks. Mm. And so his team, his little circle, it's like very like ragtag, but it's like small, but they're all like super bright in Mm. their fields and the chemistry is there. And so just being, you know, hanging out with them and he's just been so sick because it's just like, I go there probably like four or five times a week. To wow. Like, to oh, yo, like, you're tapped in. Yeah, to their, to their warehouse. Um, and wow. I just like sit and just, I, you know, I do my own shit. You know, mm. if they need any help doing with what they're doing, I try to contribute where I can. And it's just really interesting to see just like w- what's what's being done there, mm. you know, and like what it takes to really, cause you know, I've always been about a guy, you know, my primary business model for the longest was monetizing influence. Like mm. how do I take the guy with a million followers and make him a million dollars? I never really understood the long form approach. I was mm. always like pump and dump, like let's make money, make money month, two months, six months, whatever. Like they're building something that just watch out for the table. Oh, cause it, no, 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 you're good. That's it. He's excited. <laughs> they, they'll, they'll he's very long form like he's very thinking like how am i going to build this into a billion dollar business which they wow. have the full potential to do you know what i mean with, yeah. with media companies and like so if you really like sat there and saw everything that they're doing it's really incredible how did you meet jesse i met jesse through his like right hand like one of his best friends tori yeah and so tori is just one of those like really business savvy smart individuals uh, and him and I were just, you know, I think he owns like a couple big uh, Instagram pages. And I was I'm in the process, of, like, you know, acquiring a lot of these pages. I see mm. value in, you know, a lot of these meme pages and stuff like that. And so I've been buying those up. And with that, I met him. And, you know, one thing led to the next. You know, he's just one of those guys is just like, yo, you're smart. You're smart. Like integrate smart people. Mm. Some people like to be like really standoffish with like, you know, the people that they know and like try to like yeah uh, it's called uh gatekeeping and like yo like just yeah. no energy like and when you don't emit that energy just like the universe rewards you mm. and so i met them through through tori and then you know ever since then it's just been like it's like i've known these guys for years like wow i, I fucking you know what i mean it's, and it, it's a great time that's it and are you working with them or just yeah being so, a helping so hand? we we have we have like projects that we're yeah. formulating so like we have a couple things that you know are in the pipeline they're going to be really sick because they don't do any facebook ads do they i've never seen them no they don't they don't do anything like that so that that's a that's a different so i'm trying to come to them and like the ideas that i have are Mm. separate from what they're already doing okay but the conversations have already been had where like i think there's certain verticals you know because they have the fitness and the supplements and stuff like that yeah and though and those those are verticals where it's like you guys have the merch on lock. Like, you mm. know what I mean? Like the drops, the structure, like that stuff is, you've got that honed in. But I think where there's a lot of room for, at least in their existing models for growth, I think that fitness, I think they could compete with Gymshark. I really do. Really? I do. Cause I'm going to get you a pack. I'm going to send you a pack. Brother, fitness shit is like top of the line. It's like really? Nike level shit. I couldn't believe it because fitness is hard to pull off. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's got to have the right spandex. It's got to feel good. You know what I mean? I see like grandiose vision. I could see full send fitness 
competing with companies like Gymshark. It's such a good Armour. branding name. It's such a good name. It's such, it's such a good a, name. Yeah. Full such send. a good name. And you can, you could pull it off. And I think the supplements as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a vertical there. So, I mean, that's at least with their existing businesses. But I think there's a lot of things that they're, you know, they're about horizontally <coughs> scaling. So mm. they have such a big platform that anything that they touch is like instantly a million dollars, instantly, yeah. you know, a million dollar a month business, whatever, whatever it is. So I think there's a lot of low hanging fruit within mm. that spectrum that they can like, you know, plug in and do. And obviously, you know, Jesse and I, uh, or Jesse came up with this brilliant idea of just, uh, you know, he wants to start like building Nelk into, you know, like a media company where it's like, you're not the only, you know, Nelk is not the only show, you know, that's being streamed through the the process. You know what wow. I mean? And so he's starting a, a show called Cash Heavy where he follows young entrepreneurs for a week. And so he was, you know, kind enough to like say that I could have some involvement there, like executive produce it with him. And so, you know, these are interesting, like passion projects that are dope because like there's there's kids that I know that are 20 years old making three, four million dollars a month profit off of like crypto fucking pooling, staking their fucking Bitcoin. Like it's just insane or yeah. their Ethereum. Uh, and so just like that type of stuff is dope. And so yeah. like he, he, you know, just one of those like what's cool with them, it's like they if he has an idea it's just done you yeah. know what i mean it's just like all right boom 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 he gets it done it just has the resources and yeah. the luxury to do it because you know what i mean they're wow. so successful and so it's just really beautiful to see and just beautiful to be a part of and just contribute but like more so than any of that stuff like when i tell you like i i could never make a single dollar with any of them yeah and dude i would fucking be there four or five times a week just because of how fun and how much of a good environment i just feel productive when i'm yeah. there like even for myself like now i'll just i'd rather go work there than work in my house yeah because i just like dudes are making hundreds of millions well, of dollars like what the fuck? i feel like yeah environment's definitely like a big thing when every Huge. time every time that i've been at home and tried to work i just like fall asleep or do nothing but when i'm out at a cafe or in an environment where there's other people working and I can bounce off their energy. That's when I'm like, that's when I'm locked in and like on. Are you the same? Yeah, same. You have to be. And and it's just, for, but for me, like, dude, I've never, you know, usually I'm, I'm in the room and it's a lot of like, oh, uh, I need Luca's help or like, like, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Like when mm. with them is like, it's like, they're the like dude what the fuck like dude do you know how much bread these guys are fucking like That's dude nuts. these guys are like fucking dude like holy crap like you know what i mean <laughs> i'm like i'm like dog i need to lock in you know what i mean like yeah. it's just like there's no room for i want my own fucking ten thousand square foot fucking fantasy factory like why don't i have one in yeah. multiple states like you know what i mean like it's nuts it's the shit that i want and it's like i love just being in an environment where i feel like it's just it's like it's symbiotic like it's not just like so one-sided i feel yeah. like a lot of my relationships a lot you know a lot of people accuse me of being a bad friend as of recent but it's like dude i'm tired of one-sided relationships For sure i can't do it anymore i can't like people people have to be very cautious of energy vampires people that will just suck your fucking energy right yeah. out of you like be really cautious because like that to me i feel like up until this point maybe at least the last six months i've surrounded myself with energy vampires mm. people who demanded stuff of me but gave me nothing in return wow and i'm tired of that like i only want to be around people where it's like dude it's mutually beneficial spiritually emotionally financially it's just like it's a there's a communion of like mm. greatness here like i don't if i want to be great i can't be around people who don't want to be great yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like every time I'm around people, it's like, 
you want to be great and you're working towards it every day. You're not just like fantasizing. I want to be great. You know what I mean? I want to like, no, you're like actually chasing your fucking dreams. And it's like holding me accountable because if your sphere of influence is everything, Harry, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm around a bunch of fucking losers, I'm subsequently going to become a fucking loser. Mm -hmm. If I'm around a bunch of fucking kids making a hundred million dollars a fucking year, I'm going to eventually start making a hundred million dollars a year. And people underestimate their sphere of influence because it is so important. Mm. It's like, it's everything. And your sphere of influence supersedes just who you hang around. But it also includes the music you listen to, right? Yeah. I'll listen to a rap song, right? Let's say like an NBA Youngboy song, and I'll want to go kill somebody. I'm not a killer. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but that's what, but it's my sphere of influence is what I'm ingesting, yeah. right? But if I listen to some classical music, I want to take over the world. Right. Yeah. It's another example. If I go eat a cheeseburger, I'm feeling lethargic. I'm like fucking uh, I'm like kind of like kind of out of it. I'm not the same. But if I go eat, you know, a salad, you know, mm. for the la- for, you know, the, the whole day, I eat a juice. I'm like I'm feeling like locked. I'm feeling like sharp. Right. And so your sphere of influence is not only just the people you hang around. It's the music you listen to. It's yeah. the shit that you people that you follow and the things that you read and you're watching on social media. Wow. It's the food that you eat. You know, and all of these things contribute into who you are as a person. You know, if I'm around fucking, you know, drug addicts, I'm going to be a drug addict. If I'm around people who want to party all day, I'm going to party all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm around people who aren't doing shit, then I'm just not going to do shit. Yeah. And I think you really, really realize this because I've noticed you've made some drastic changes like yeah. where it's like, yo, I, you're not hanging around people who go to parties all day anymore. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, that if you do, well, then that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And so just honing in on those little things in your life, like can make all the difference for your future mm-hmm. and knowing that like, okay, my sphere of influence and what I'm ingesting and what I'm taking in from every aspect of my life is, is dictating who I am as a person. Mm. And so for me, just like little things like that, just going to that office every day, it's my sphere of influence. It's like it, like there's nobody there that I don't respect and that I don't appreciate as a human or as a businessman. You know mm. what I mean? And so it's just like imperative, you know, from every aspect of your life. And I think this is one of the most underestimated things uh, that people just lack. It's just like, and I think the music is really the kicker too. Mm. The music is like the one where I think really people just really let them get to them because if you listen to fucking. I'm fucking the bitches all day. And you're, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to get you. No, that's what happened. I was started listening to rap music I'm heavy, and I started saying bitches right. to my friend. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, this. Like, I was like, let's, let's get some bitches. Over. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm so white, so vanilla, right. and like, I'm saying bitches. Like, no, let's get some respectable young women over, please. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's key, and and you know, when I was younger, I used to hang out with the hood kids. Like, I was always like. I was a hood kid, but mm. so you would see like there's gonna be days where things surface up about me. It's like when I'm 12 years old, and it's like, dude, that kid is talking like literally like a little gangster. You know what I mean? But just because who I was around, that was my sphere of yeah. influences at the time growing up. We were fucking. That was graffitiing, you know, wreaking havoc, just being little gangsters was what I was doing. Mm. You know, so like, and then but then if I'm hanging around fucking, you know, going to college, and you know, then my my whole vocabulary changes, my whole you know how I talk yeah. and how who I am, and like you said, bitches, like yeah, yeah like. Isn't that so second nature, you know? Yeah. But it's like, nah, it's not all right. It's like women, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. fucking, <laughs> what are we doing, Collins? You know what I mean? It's like, so like, it's not who we are. Yeah. But it's like, I'm just manipulated into thinking. I'm like, exactly. I'm so sorry. I no, you're fucking good. On my mic. No, no, um, you know what I mean? Bit clout. 
You hate it. I love it, actually. I love it. You so, love it now? So, so me and... No, I, I love it. So I'll tell you why. Me and Jesse actually wanted to create our own. We we're going to create Creator Coin. So this is one of the, <laughs> this is the thing we were, we, were working, we were working on it for like a week. But these developers, maybe maybe this podcast will get me some fucking real good developer. Because BitCloud is an amazing concept. Yeah. It's not a blockchain. Yeah. You know, there's just a t- there's just a couple little key features that if they changed mm. would make it 10 times better. The only thing that I don't like about BitCloud now, and the only reason why I haven't put hundreds of thousands of dollars into it is because I can't pull my money out. Yeah. So I'm- that's the scary part. So I pushed my Nets coin. Remember, I pushed my Nets coin heavy. Yeah. And then I realized, I was like, bro, 80K, $80,000 worth of fucking my followers' money went into Nets coin. And when they went to sell it, they couldn't transfer it out of Bitcoin into back yeah. to Bitcoin. So I was like, fuck. I just literally fucking took your 80 G's, stuck it here. And yeah. so I'm like, now the BitCloud guys are going to let you pull the money out soon. They're releasing the feature. But until then is before I'm going all in. But the concept of putting money on a guy's a market cap on a guy's social influence is 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 the most genius idea since fucking well, crack it was, cocaine. It was on Black Mirror. Yeah. Like, you remember watching the Black Mirror thing where they'd have their phones and have like the little thing above them like, mm-hmm. oh, you yeah. can't get this house because you're under what like five yeah. stars or some shit yeah I, as soon as i saw that i was like no way like black bear is predicting so much shit no literally yeah. but but this big cloud stuff is super interesting because let's say you're gonna fight right you're gonna have your fight in yeah. your whatever say he fights in june let's say he knocks old boy out right his, coin knocks old boy out. his coin's going crazy and you know what i mean so like this is dope you know what i mean or i could be a creator like mr beast for example mm. you know if mr beast coins a billion dollars you know he's putting all that money back into the fucking community right you're just yeah. you're just funding him being able to do more awesome things so any day of the week am i going to buy a mr beast coin because i know that's going to just benefiting the universe you mm. know what i mean and to have him do more cool shit eventually he'll do another you know mr beast announces he has 500 restaurants across the country his coins skyrockets oh but maybe harry got a dui and i know this so i'm short his coins and now his coin goes down mm. you know what i mean so like it's just it's it's so dope to put a, a market cap on social influence but and like mm. here's my butt mm. cancel culture is gonna fuck this oh they'll fuck with it for sure no it's or gonna, maybe it'll beat cancel culture well i just i maybe just it'll beat i just culture. i feel like at this point when people's like when people's finances are involved people are gonna start micromanaging and like checking every single thing on a person like people are gonna be like we thought we we're under the scope now well, I'll probably like I'm I'm assuming like as a you know like a probably like degrade celebrity right. going out if I get paparazzi with the wrong person who may have made a racist tweet three years ago people will be like boom post that blow it up his coin dips because people will do that to try and get an edge make I never, money I, I never thought about that as one of the cons and that's completely true yeah and, and I guess that's what you expose yourself to if you decide to like you know <laughs> yeah. promote your coin and like this is who you are you know what I mean I think this is just one of the one of the things that you just endure. But mm. I think it's interesting because like I if I knew Harry Jowsey before Netflix, I would have bought Harry Jowsey coin. I'd oh, be a yeah. fucking millionaire. Dude, Dude, I, know, I know I know who all the comedians are that Dude, are gonna pop. Exactly. Yeah. Like the who's that kid, the Balin, the the new one. He's like the new Danny Duncan, the new uh Nelk boy, but this kid's hilarious, like Balin something. I knew yeah. about this Bailey something. I knew about this kid like three years ago when he had ten K subs. This kid's like this kid's like literally the next Danny Duncan, you know what I mean? Wow. So it's like I would have bought that kid's coin. Like, I'm right. so right. You know, I knew Golden. You know what I mean? Golden yeah. when he had a thousand fucking followers. I would have yeah. bought Golden coin. I'd be yeah. rich right I, now. I've, I've dipped like you're, five figures in, into this shit. So I'm like waiting for it to come out. Yeah, you just want it. So you can, the second they allow you to pull your Bitcoin out, you're rich. You I know, know all mean? the costs for the second season to the handle. I may as well just start fucking. But I don't know if you know, but as of this morning, everyone's coins like 99% off. 
Why? Yeah, go on your BitCloud. Right I don't want to check it. Dude, your my coin was like five hundred dollars. Now it's like three dollars. They did something with the algorithm where they cut the coins price drastically, which I think like is kind of scammy. But now everybody has more. Does everybody? I don't more think coins? I don't think anybody has more coins, which which is what you would think it should happen. But you guys should look into that because as of right now, if you go on BitCloud, Elon Musk is going for like four hundred bucks, where he was going for ninety thousand. Oh, let's buy some Elons, bro. <laughs> That's yeah. the one I'm buying. You know? But I heard like, they're getting sued like fucking crazy because they're people's they're using people's lame, name and likeness. So exactly, but it's that, a blockchain. So that's what we want to do with Creator Coin. We wanted to avoid. There's a lot. There's like five really big red flags with what they're doing. And if I can come in and any of you great crypto developers, Harry, <laughs> want to be on board on Creator Coin? We got some other big influencers, you know, involved. Like there's a way to really make this better, mm. you know, where it's like I can't secure Harry Jowsey's username without ID proof fuck, that I'm that I'm like <laughs> that I'm like Harry Jowsey. You know, and it's like a no brainer. Like I shouldn't be able to claim usernames without like guaranteeing, especially because the whoever creates the coin gets a 10 percent residual. Mm. So it's like, bro, if you're making fucking money on mine like this, that's not OK. Mm. You know what I mean? So they they fucked up on the key, key parts. Yeah. I don't right, get they, my handle. Right. I'm Harrison Jowsey. That's bullshit. So some dude's making fucking cake on my name. Cake on your Damn. name. Yeah. I can't get verified either because I'm not verified on Twitter. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a joke. Because apparently they went verified people for like the last year or something. And why now don't they a, verify on Twitter? I don't know. It's, I want to get verified on Twitter. That's yeah. the flex. That, that shit's going crazy. Um, anything you need to plug? Anything you want to plug? Uh, anything that I want to plug? Um, Luga Nets, nah, Nets Commerce, nah, nah, Nets nah, Trades. No, nah, no, nah, we'll do none. Nah, nah. Just I hope everybody has a great day, and you know I want you guys to strive to be better. I want you guys to believe in yourself. Know that you can do anything that you put your mind to, and know that you are loved whether you know it or not. And I want you guys to be grateful if you're feeling a little down today. And so. That's all I want to plug in today. Wow, that's my guy right there. Let's fucking go. Thank you so much uh, for watching, listening, and enjoying this episode. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please leave it five stars or drop a comment. It is Luca Nets everywhere. Please send him some love. He's a great guy. Uh, and I hope you got some... L-U-K or C? L-U-C-A. Yeah. N-E-T-Z. I hope you got some golden nuggets out of this. Um, bit, bit more of a serious one, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So love you the most. Thank you so much for tapping in, and I'll see you next week.